Bull. Today's Hot Country. That sounds good, but I can't tell it's because you're in Good morning, Daniel. This is going to sound crazy to you, but Tig, I think I've seen more recipes in my life than anybody else of my ancestors. Like my grandma used to always have cookbooks and, and things like that. But thanks to now, TikTok, Facebook, I'm seeing way more recipes. Mm-hmm. What's the deal with that? We got all this technology and we choose to share recipes with it? Well, take, uh, sharing how to make good food, it doesn't seem like a waste of time to me. Is it always good? Sometimes that stuff is completely ridiculous. There is some stuff, like I think one time I saw one and I, I love um, like buffalo wings and it had like a buffalo wing casserole I made. Yeah. It was pretty too, bad, man. Too much. Yeah, too and much. they some you put Doritos on it and crunch it up. It's and, but like, what they're making is slop, just be honest. <laughs> Put everything yeah. in a trough and then bake it. It's slop, and it gets millions and millions of views. We're too too consumed with recipe these days. I, just on my Facebook right now, that just popped up. How to make this oven baked cheese? You'll never guess what the recipe is. Cheese and put heat? it. In the, put the cheese in the oven, and that's the whole recipe. Right. And the thing probably got millions of views and yeah. likes. You do yeah. see some wacky stuff. Five thousand shares. I don't get it. Well, you know, uh, did you know that I read? that today we have so much information coming at us. I mean, everywhere you look, it's advertisements, it's information, every single place you look. But did you know that in the 1800s, the people came across so little information that everything they learned or information they received in their entire life could fit in seven copies of the New York Times? Their entire life, that's all the information they heard. My ancestors from the middle of Alabama, maybe one page, one page of Tulsa of- World would be all they learned <laughs> their whole life. <laughs> but now everywhere we look, it's information. What do you think your, your grandparents would have uh, made of TikTok? And, the, you know, like the recipes, your grandma. You mean if she were alive right yeah. now? Or do you mean if she was young when TikTok came along? Like if they were alive right now and... Uh, you know, I, I don't think they would get it. You know, honestly, I mean, there was a lot of things that we did and my grandma would be like, well, we didn't, you know, I remember her being upset that when my mom was a kid that she talked to a boy on the telephone. Oh, really? Yes. Could you imagine uh, your your grandma seeing your mom do like a TikTok dance? Right. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's like different. It would totally blow their minds. I'm sure. (laughs) It's uh, 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Uh, Some people remember we used to talk about cutting the cord and people would go to streaming television it's 98.5 the bull and now people are cutting streaming and uh young people are figuring out and i can't blame them i mean if you don't know about this technology you just don't know about it but uh, instead of like getting a bunch of different streaming what they're doing is they're just getting a television antenna and of course they those do work with flat screens and the picture's great if you can get the signal and so a lot of uh, people are deciding you know what i'm just going to get an antenna and you can still keep a netflix or whatever but when you want to watch broadcast television like CBS or News on 6 or whatever, you can just switch over to the those channels. i got to be honest, I'd forgotten. Yeah, me too. That you could get free television. No, if times are tough, you still get all the broadcast shows. Sure. I mean, you can still get free entertainment once you get that uh, antenna. Hey, good morning. What's up? Hey, thank you. Hey, those little antennas you're talking about are great. They're about a foot square now. They're plastic. They're HD. Hang them on the ceiling, plug them in your TV, and you're all set to go. Yeah, it's a good picture too, isn't it? And it's a good picture. Yeah. Well, you switch back and forth from the antenna to the streaming. That's a good idea. Yeah, not like the old days with the old six-foot 
antennas sticking off the roof and poking all directions, is it? How many um, <laughs> channels are you are you getting now with an antenna? Used to oh. you got four. Now you must be getting like fifty, right? Oh, oh, this, yeah. We get like uh, six one, six two, six three, twenty three, one two three, forty one, four. Okay, four, buddy. Four, five, I, I, get, I get. I get. See a lot I have of, no uh, idea what that is. I yeah. see a lot of uh, preachers <laughs> on that on that antenna too now. Oh, you get Ion, CBS, ABC, you know, all the free television. Chicago Fire. Good stuff. It's funny that uh, I was at the pharmacy one day waiting on a a prescription, and I walked over. They have, in I think CVS or Walgreens, they have the as seen on TV section. Mm hmm. You know, where you can get, like, this waffle iron or whatever that's supposed to be better than everyone. And uh, there was this box there that said, free TV. And I was like, come on, this is a gimmick. Can't be true. And I was like, how in the world can they sell free TV? And it was like $9. And, so, you know, the way it described it is, you know, you buy this $9 gadget and you get free television from here on out. And I said, what in the world? And I looked at it and it was an antenna. But like he said, they're not the metal antennas that stick up, you know, like rabbit ears, I used to call them, or the one at your grandparents' house with a tower out back. These things are digital antennas, and they they look like they're about the size of, I don't know, like a an iPad or smaller. Yeah, they're, they're flat now. I wonder if there's anything else we've kind of forgotten about where we get, like, all this kind of free stuff. Probably. But for, like, uh, Best Buy selling right now for, like, $9, you can get an antenna, no. and then you can get free television. <laughs> and then when you want to watch Netflix, just switch back over. We forgot all about that. I'm glad that uh, we... The young people taught us something today because they di they discovered it and we're rediscovering it now. Gotcha. It's 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull weather provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. This is 98.5 The Bull. Good morning. About three minutes away from seven. Hey, Daniel. We had those elections last night, the city council, all the other elections. And a lot of people I saw on News on 6 last night, I didn't watch it till the end, but I did see like six o'clock or so that they were having... Uh, I guess watch parties. I guess that's what you do it. And if you're a politician, you well, you have, have a, big a place, party. Well, what happens is, let's say you were running for city council, Daniel. Right. Last night, you would have probably rented a space or got a place at a restaurant where your supporters could come and watch the returns. And then, if you were Victoria, she'd go ah. And then, if you don't, you say, "Hey, man, thanks for uh, all your support." And yeah, I feel like it's uh, very awkward for the losing person to have to then get up at the party and. Uh, it is kind of uh, uncomfortable. All right, guys. I would imagine. Yeah, I saw like some of the guys here, and it, there were some close races, but at the end, you know, obviously somebody loses, and it was kind of uncomfortable because the air was out of the left, out of the left. Yeah, I know, mean, yeah. Like, what it's uh... before that, they're like woo, and then at the you know when the hundred percent of reporting comes in and you've lost, it's like ah. Yeah, the beginning of the night is like we are family, <laughs> and then at the end of it, it's just crickets. I don't know. Uh, it would be rough. so awkward. It's kind of like if you go to the blackjack table and you you know bet on that big hand and you bet to win it all and then if you lose then you just take that second there where you don't want to appear to sh sh slink off in shame and you just kind of look around for a second and wonder what to do I, I guess that's the same thing they do at those parties yeah but then the other half you know if it was a nail biter and then they win it must have been some party i didn't know that uh, these parties open to the public too if you wanted to go and hang out there you could are they they were, yeah. One or two I saw was. Well, I think some of them can be open, yeah. But uh, now we're done for a little bit with the elections, but it all ramps back up again in November, right? So we got sort of a, a reprieve. Well, actually, 
Will you miss September, October, November? Yeah. The political ads and stuff you see on television. Sometimes I find them entertaining. I find them wildly entertaining, and I don't I don't know why I love it so much. They just get so nasty sometimes and so petty with each other. I, I love it. Yeah, they'll take a picture they either run it against, and they'll like darken it to make them look like the devil or something. You know what I'm talking about? Now, do you find that to be kind oh, of funny? I love it. I love it. I yeah. love it. And then what's funny is that then the next commercial will be like you know one commercial is talking trash about some guy, and then the next commercial, that guy's talking trash about the other guy, and you don't know what's going on. That's why, you know, it's good to, like, dig in and figure out, like, what, is that claim even true? And, you know, then you kind of go, oh, well, it's kind of true, but not really. And uh, But it looks like we have a little bit of a break, but then we get back into this in November. I hope they get some new ones, new devil horns and things like that. <laughs> I like seeing that. Yeah, that's pretty good, isn't it? <laughs> You see that McDonald's is getting back into the chicken sandwich wars, I guess. Did Chick-fil-A start all this? Because there wasn't really a restaurant you could go to just to get chicken sandwiches before that, right? It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Are, you're the, asking me if Chick-fil-A was the first place that was just exclusively chicken sandwiches? Was it? And, and to my memory, I don't know. But what you're, I guess what you're talking about is the, san, the chicken sandwich wars, I think was the last kind of big pop culture story before the pandemic hit, and it was the last kind of foolishness we had in the news, and the pandemic hit. And I hate to say it, but I think that the pandemic killed off all the chicken sandwich wars because Popeyes came out with that chicken sandwich, and I remember it being like lines around the corner, and it was just a pop culture phenomenon, and they were rolling strong, and then all of a sudden, boom, pandemic. Mm-hmm. All that were seems to up. go. Yeah, it and was Daniel- crazy. People were getting into fist fights over this Popeye's chicken sandwich tag, and I mean the people that worked at Popeye's, like the manager were, was fist fighting customers over it. Yeah, and Daniel, you would go after, because you don't have kids or anything, so you have all this free time. You would just drive to different Popeyes at the time, and uh, and then they would say, like, this location's out. I'm sorry. Then you drive to another location. That's the kind of time you have on your hands. Mm-hmm. I was on a quest to find one. Um, and I remember Popeyes, it seems like they were like, you know, our, our chicken's better than Chick-fil-A. Sure, yeah. That was the whole thing. Uh, McDonald's got involved, and now they're back. Um, they tested this out in the United Kingdom, and it worked pretty well, and now they're going to bring it to the United States. Now, you, you realize that McDonald's already has... I recognize this. ...two chicken sandwiches, and now you're telling me they're adding a third. They, they're doing something different. You know the Big Mac? Yeah. It's the one with two uh, beef patties. They're changing that to a chicken. That's never going to work. That's going to be crazy. It worked in the United Kingdom. What is that going to be called? I think it's just a chicken Big Mac, because I don't see any special names for it. They say, we're always looking to give our fans more ways to enjoy our classic menu items. They know and love, says the McDonald's CEO. Made with two crispy tempura, what is that, chicken patties. Our iconic Big Mac sauce topped off with pickles, shredded lettuce, American cheese. This sandwich brings some of our fans' favorite flavors together for the perfect bite. So instead of the Big Mac, you'll get like a chicken Big Mac. Who can extend their jaw wide enough to get a bite of two chicken patties from a Big Mac? Big Mac's already too big. It is big, and this thing looks taller than it is wider. Oh, boy. (laughs) This chicken thing they got going on. Why don't they just hold what they got? They got a regular chicken sandwich, and then they got their deluxe chicken. They just need two. They need to stop all this tomfoolery. Now, having said that, I will try it the first chance I get. (laughs) Of course you will. Ninety-eight-five. The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Yeah, Daniel, a little irritable this morning. It's ninety-eight-five. The Bull. What's going on in your life, Daniel? Well, I, there was a situation where I feel like I was slighted, and uh, I'd like you to be the judge of the situation. Okay. And uh, I'm gonna lay out my case here, and 
Okay. Basically, I want you to let me know if I should or shouldn't do something. All right, tell me. I'm thinking about moving out of my apartment complex. Oh, whoa. What? It's, it's a big one, yeah. And you love that area. I do. I love it over there. It's on Riverside. I'm close to walking up and down the river. I love the location. I love everything about it, except I feel like I was slighted yesterday by the office staff. Really? Yeah. Do tell. All right, and then you will decide. You'll help me make this decision? Yeah, and then I'd also like some calls. If I'm going to make the final decision, if people want to call and weigh in and maybe give me an angle that I haven't thought of on this, and then I'll make a decision. All right, and it's all, all true right, So here. what happened? So uh, over the weekend, I was supposed to receive a package from Best Buy, mm-hmm. and I needed it by a certain time. So Best Buy delivers the package on a Saturday, and they say, we've dropped this off at the office. Hmm. And I get back to the apartment complex. Office is closed. I get it. I call down there on Sunday. Nobody's, you know, nobody's there. I don't even know if they have office hours on Sundays, to be honest. But then on Monday, I call down there and I leave a message. Hey, I'm looking for a package. Best Buy delivered it on Saturday. Said they dropped it off at the uh, leasing office. Could you please give me a call and let me know if the package is there? No call back. That's already like strike one for me. Like if you have office hours and I leave a message, just call me back. You've got eight hours in a day and I know you're busy, but come on. Finally, on Tuesday, I go down there. I've walked my dog. I walk in there and uh, the office is clearly open, but there's nobody at the front desk and there's nobody in the manager's office. So I have to do this thing where I could tell like the doors are open and things are happening there. So I go, hello. (laughs) Hello. And I hear a lady's voice go, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think at this point, when they know somebody's in the office looking, you know, for whatever, that they would emerge from wherever they're at, the break room or whatever they're doing. And after, I'd say, a good 20 seconds, no response, I go, uh, anybody working today? <laughs> uh-huh. And to God, this lady goes, I'm having my lunch. Oh, man. And so then, again, I'm just, I'm shocked by this. So I still, I just stand there another 20 seconds. Finally, she comes out and, and I go, hey, I was trying to call you guys. They say there was a package delivered to me here on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I can tell that she's a little, like, huffy because I've interrupted her lunch. And I tell her my name. And then, like, there in the break room, I can see that there's a package. Well, lo and behold, it's my package. Mm-hmm. So... Now you want to move out because of that? Well, I want to move out now because, A, they could have put the package in the mailroom Saturday, Sunday, or Monday, and, B, at the very least, return my call and, C, how do I know when this lady takes her lunch? So what do you want out of this? What do you want me to tell you? I'm thinking about moving out on account of it. All right. So you think Daniel should move out over a package? Uh, 918-879-9898. It's not, it, it's, that's, it's the principle of the thing. Okay. I was slighted. 918-879-9898. Daniel, I'm going um, to think about this one. I'm going to deliberate. And you can call me and tell me what you think. 918-879-9898. The verdict after Morgan Wallen on the bull. 98.5 The Bull. So we're kind of playing, uh, I guess, what am I, Judge Tig today or something? And um, Daniel has a situation where he's thinking about moving out of his apartment because... Real quickly explain. Because I felt like I was slighted. Uh, they didn't return my phone call about a package. They didn't take the package to the mailroom. And when I went in there to ask for the package, the lady goes, I'm on my lunch break. All right. So good morning. Who's this? This is Reese. What do you think, Daniel? Should he move out over that? 
Um, I honestly feel like it's half and half because if I needed a package and somebody was on their lunch break, I would want them to be like, okay, let me just sit my foot down real quick and like go get your package. But yeah. I also feel like he's kind of overreacting a little bit just because like she was on her lunch break and I can understand why. And my friend, my friend does this. She gets mad at people and she's like, I'm going to move out of my neighborhood. It's so weird. Okay. Well, let me tell you, the difference between me and your friend is I will actually move on account of something like this. Daniel's because, so hard-headed. Well, Ty, you know how much my rent is. Okay. It's a pretty expensive place, and I feel like that I'm paying for the service oh. to if a package is delivered, I should receive the package. So entitled. At the very least, yeah, I'm entitled to get my mail. You're right. Uh, uh, at the very least, put it in the mail room, right? Yeah. Well, thank you for the insight. I, I'm... I'm, I'm liking all these different angles that I have to make a decision. Uh, good morning, it's Tiger Daniel. Who's this? This is Tommy. Tommy, do you think Daniel should move out over that uh, incident he had in the office with him not giving him his package or whatever? Absolutely not. You ever seen the movie Bad Santa? Mm-hmm. He, oh yeah, <laughs> when he's having his lunch break. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So that's a no right there. The issue, well, I don't mind that the lady has her lunch. I hope she does. But when you're having your lunch and somebody walks into the office, uh, they're not there, you know, to, to just chill out and hang out. I'm getting close to my verdict here, but we'll take another one, okay? We'll take another one, what? Another oh, call. call? Okay. Hey, good morning. Who's this? This is Reese. Do you think Daniel should move out over this issue? Uh, it's kind of half and half for me, honestly. Yeah, it's the half and half again. All right. <laughs> oh, again, uh. <laughs> so, uh, Daniel, I think I'm ready to render a verdict. All right. Am I going to like this verdict or not going to like it? I don't it? know because I'm going to make some points here. Okay. Now, it is true that they could have done a better job, right? That's true. I mean, listen. Yeah, I will say that's true because they couldn't have done a worse job. But in your job, you come up here and you watch YouTube or something. Irrelevant. Uh, irrelevant about irrelevant? my job. See, I knew that you were going to make some dumb decision like that. Like, you don't well, even it has have my nothing verdict. to do with me. Hey, I'm the judge. Show okay, some be respect. A, okay, be a judge that doesn't like, well, you do this at your job. Be like an adult. Okay. Now, it was frustrating, I'm sure, to not get your package. And I am, I am confused as to why when you walked down there, she said, hey, back. If she didn't want to be bothered, she should have just kept quiet, right? Pretended like nobody was down there. Or locked the office. Something, right? And also, Ty, wouldn't you say that in business sometimes if you need a package and it's delivered on a certain day that they should deliver that package to the mailroom? I'm not disputing that that must have been frustrating. Okay, then. I'm just saying that I would consider proportionality here. Are you really going to box all your stuff up? Look for a new apartment. You love where you live. You love the area. And I think it would just be ridiculous for you. You know how terrible moving is. I wouldn't, uh, my verdict is stay and uh, maybe give them some grace and see how they do going for. You're asking me if I would get feel so slighted that I would move out and go through all that. The answer is 100% unequivocally yes, I would move out over not receiving my packages and being uh, what I felt to be snapped at by the office staff who, you know, lock the door if you're not allowing people to come in. You're talking in circles. I'm not talking in a circle. You asked me to make a decision, and I have. I understand you're frustrated, but don't move out over a package. That's ridiculous. You still got a moron. Do you remember one time I had an issue with an apartment complex that had, uh, this was back in Nashville, and they had this coffee bar or whatever? Yeah, and they were supposed to provide free cups, and Daniel got mad because they ran out of cups. And you threw like, like a fit. 
$2,000 a month. How entitled are you that you get Ty, mad? Are you a moron? I was paying $2,000 a month rent there, and they can't put a paper cup down there for you the coffee have a, bar? You live in the building. You couldn't have taken a mug down there from your when, apartment? When you go to McDonald's, do, they, do you bring your own trough, and they just pour the food into it? <laughs> no. But so, you, so do you do it? You expect to have a cup. At McDonald's when you go in there to get a drink or something, Sure, right? but if they said we're out of cups, When you go to Starbucks, they pour the coffee on the ground, or they give you a, a device or a something to hold the coffee? You're a sad man. You, you were, You're a moron! You were willing to move out of an apartment because they ran out of cups for the coffee one for day. For like a month, okay. Ty, they were out of cups. Okay, all right. Well, anyway, you asked for a verdict. Now you get mad at my verdict, so why'd yeah, you even did ask get, me? Why did I ask Don't you? That's a good apartment. question. That's crazy. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. I don't want to be a one-man band. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. As promised, we got these tickets go to Kane's Ballroom, the legendary Kane's Ballroom, to see Granger Smith be part of history there. And with us this morning from Sand Springs, good morning, Casey. Can you hear me all right? Yes, I can hear you. Hi, Casey. Uh, Daniel's got a general knowledge trivia quiz. How do you think you're going to do on that, Casey? I I think you'll do all right. These are fairly easy, and as always, if you need a little help, Ty can help you out. Up first, Casey, who is the wizard that advises King Arthur? I'm sorry, what, what did you say? I we lost her. Hello, Casey. Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Casey, who is the wizard that advises King Arthur? Oh, uh, I have no idea. Tag, help her out with that one. Oh, geez, I have no idea. It's Merlin, guys. Merlin. That's a that's King Arthur wasn't even real. Well, I don't know if that's not true. That might be true. I don't think, I think he, he was, was real. <laughs> was he? He was. Yeah. Up next, what character is the villain in the movie The Lion King? Oh, um, Scar. Scar is correct. <laughs> what deadly sin is also a type of animal? One of the seven deadly uh, sins that's also an animal. I feel like it's like a snake. Uh, it's very close. It does start with an S. Help her out with that uh, one, Ty. Wait, a, a, a sin that's also an animal? One of the what? seven deadly sins is also an animal. I don't know. Someone <laughs> that's quite lazy. Sloth. Sloth. Yeah, you said this was going to be easy. A sloth? Yeah, a sloth. Up next, okay. <laughs> of the three types of rock, which one is made from lava? Three types of rock? Yeah, in, in elementary school, we learned about the way the uh, three types of uh, rocks are formed. Like, man... Magma? Help her out, Tug. Is, is it uh, Igneous? Igneous. By the way, King oh Arthur. Guys, I was bad at that, so. <laughs> Hold on, Tig is now wanting to fuss with me about whether or not King Arthur was real or not. Not real. <laughs> I think he was. <laughs> yeah, that's made up. 
<laughs> Are you sure? They cannot confirm his existence. Well, they can't. Well, that doesn't mean he's not real. It means they just can't confirm it. What, well, what do you mean, like his bones? Okay. Go ahead. You, you're throwing me all off here. Well, you know, when you watch a game show, Tig, they don't argue with the contestant. I mean, the, the host of the show, do they? <laughs> do you ever see anybody fussing with Drew Carey about how much something costs? Yeah, actually. No, they don't. They just accept it. <laughs> okay. Well, go. Okay, see, what popular salad dressing tastes like the secret sauce on a Big Mac? Oh. Um, is it Ranch or a Thousand Island? Thousand Island is correct. Okay. <laughs> All right, I think that's going to do it. I think you've got enough there to, to, to win to right. go to see Granger Smith at Kane's nice. Ballroom. Legendary, legendary Kane's Ballroom. Oh, look at a date night out there. Hey, now. Downtown, yeah. you can grab dinner. Yeah, for sure. Head over to Kane's. Call Grandma, watch the kid. <laughs> go out for a drink afterwards. Ooh-wee. Sweet. Tyke's getting really excited okay. about this. <laughs> okay, Casey, <laughs> uh, thanks for playing, and we're back tomorrow on a Thursday morning, 740. Your chance awesome. to be at Kane's. Thank you, guys. Hey, so, so welcome, Casey. 98.5 The Bull with Tiger Daniel. For answers at the bottom of a glass. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tiger Daniel. Time now for Off the Wall, brought to you by H2O Sports Rentals. There at Grand Lake, you get a Tratoon boat, jet skis, all that stuff. You don't have to own it. You can just rent it and give it back to them. They have to take care of it at H2O Sports Rentals. Good morning, Daniel. Morning, Tiger. Uh, off the Wall, how many years we've been doing this? I've seen a post that's... Uh, Made me queasy this morning. I okay. literally feel like I'm on the edge of vomiting. Okay, so we'll get to that in a second. But uh, the the wall you've chosen today is DiGiorno's Pizza. DiGiorno's. How could anything on the DiGiorno's Pizza wall be as traumatizing as this? And I'll get to it toward the end. Uh, I'll even I'll... give you the date if you don't believe me. And Tiger, it was so awful. I said you must come over here and look at this as well. I don't want to be the only one to have seen it. And you saw it. What were your thoughts? I was, like, disgusted. I mean, not, I was just like, I don't know it's why. It's okay to say it's disgusting. It was. Um, but remember those DiGiorno pizza commercials back in the day where people yeah. would go to somebody's house and they were confused? They're like, you got delivery? Like, hey, you ordered pizza. Hey, I didn't. It's not delivery. It's DiGiorno. Oh, great toppings. Where's it from? It's not delivery. It's DiGiorno. I got to tell you, if you go to somebody's house and you can't tell the difference between a delivery pizza and a frozen pizza out of the oven, you a ding-dong. Yeah, and that guy right. sounds like he's from straight from Italy. He's like, oh, pizza. <laughs> that was like an oven-cooked pizza. Why does he sound like yeah. that? Frozen Mama pizza. Mamma mia, pizza. All right, here we go. This is from the DiGiorno's Facebook wall. If you don't believe me, you can go and see for yourself. First up, Ricardo. Let's always think about Ricardo because when we get to the very awful one, we'll miss a guy like Ricardo. Ricardo says, good pizza on a Monday night. All right. Bob said, the new croissant crust sausage and gravy breakfast pizza is delicious. I didn't know DiGiorno's made a breakfast pizza, but that's a pretty good idea, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, that stuff's delicious, too. Uh-oh, and then Whitney clearly trying to cause trouble on the DiGiorno's Facebook wall. She said, Red Baron pizza is better uh -oh. than DiGiorno's. Does DiGiorno's uh, respond at all? No, they don't have time for that. Carrie says, not going to lie, I'm a little disappointed, DiGiorno. I paid 11 bucks for this pizza before tax for our home date night. It's supposed to be three meat, 
but I see mostly pepperoni with a splash of the other two. Last one we bought was loaded up, but this one is a joke. Oh, bad day at DiGiorno. DiGiorno's cost $11 now? That's more expensive That's... than a, like a, another pizza place. I get that 4 or $5 one when I get that stuff. Where do you get a 4 or $5 like pizza Like Tombstone from? Pizza? Out of the freezer at the grocery store. Okay. But I'm saying you can you can go to like Pizza Hut and, and get, get an actual pizza. You yeah. get an actual delivery. Austin said, so I got a new slogan for you. It's not delivery. It would be cheaper if it was. There we go. Mary said, I just purchased and ate the croissant crust eggs Benedict inspired pizza. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Better than I anticipated. Seriously, so good. Eggs Benedict pizza, huh? Yep. And if I were you, I would uh, end on that one and just go ahead and turn the radio to something else because I'm about to get to the the awful post that has really disturbed me and upset me. So I'm just giving everybody a chance to turn the radio right now if you'd like to preserve your sanity. Then we go now, uh, and again, people aren't going to believe me, go to April 19th on the DiGiorno wall. Uh, a lady named San Antonio Midwife has put a post. She says, it is delivery, and it's DiGiorno. Nothing like some delicious pizza to refuel after a birth. Honored to assist this repeat family bringing another sweet baby Earthside. Birth details coming soon. This was on April 19th, Tig, and what she's done is uh, she's showing the DiGiorno's pizza, and then she's panning the camera down, and I would say no more than four inches away from the DiGiorno's pizza is the... Uh, Afterbirth? I don't know what that's called. What is it called? Placenta or something. I don't know. Whatever that is. She put it next to the pizza. It was so close to that pizza. And uh, I, I, I'm trying to be mature about this. But I don't think a placenta has any place right next to the DiGiorno's. And if it ain't, if it ain't your own, like this is just the midwife. How about having a little privacy there? Like if you have, you hire this woman to come into your home and deliver your baby. She puts it on the And then DiGiorno's she puts it on the DiGiorno's pizza wall? Does DiGiorno's respond to that? Heck no. Does they anybody? Want, they want no part of that. But Ty, Goodness I made Ty come over and look at it. I'm changed. Uh, I'm feeling real <laughs> queasy this morning. What and a... finally, let's go back to Ricardo. Okay, who, after that awful thing that San Antonio Midwife posted, she says, I mean, Ricardo says, pizza slice on a Friday night. <laughs> so we started off with good pizza on a Monday night. Ricardo bookends it now with a pizza slice on a Friday night. He celebrates all the days of the week. With At least pizza. he's still, I, you know, I don't think I can eat pizza anymore. <laughs> Why would she, uh, can we just discuss that just for one second? Okay. Why would she do that? Post a, a placenta next to the pizza. I don't, I have and no And if you're a idea. midwife, don't you have to abide by HIPAA rules and things like that? If she like didn't that? identify the person, I guess it's okay. But she says birth details coming soon. That tells me that, uh. Did she, did she announce the birth on the uh, DiGiorno wall later? I, I didn't. I oh. couldn't look anymore after oh, that. I had wait. to turn away. Oh, my goodness. 815. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Dana. Welcome into Did You See, where we take a look at what's going on around the world right here in Tulsa, brought to you by iCare Associates of South Tulsa. Of course, you saw this. We all heard about this, saw it on television. We had an election yesterday, and uh, I'm not going to go through that list. It would take me uh, hours to go through it, but a comprehensive list uh, on newson6.com. And uh, 
here's a spoiler. Some people won, some people lost. Excellent reporting, Ty. Thank you very much. Uh, gets on here and says, you can go see the news Shut at newson6.com. Thank you. Hush Thank you. Mouth. I was wondering where I could find the election results. You suggest the internet. Yes. Okay. Thanks. I do. Noted. <laughs> got it. Or you go get a paper, I guess. Okay, got it. Um, and so now we can start seeing some of the signs come down, right? Because you ever mm-hmm. drive out, I see this a lot, like when I'm driving in the country, like whoever wins or loses the election doesn't matter. They don't go bother to pick up the signs though. And you know, out in the country they have like, they'll, they'll build like a wooden frame and put a sign on it and it still says like Bush quail or Clinton gore on it. It's like, hey man, the election's over, we got to take those down. You must be going to a very deserted part of Oklahoma <laughs> that I haven't seen yet. <laughs> so, um, but it all gets back again. We have a little break from politics, and then in November, not that far away, it all ramps up again. God, I got to be honest with you. I'm going to miss the political ads. I really, like, I, they crack me up so much when they really get going at each other yeah, and they get like, real don't. mean with each other. I love it. I know people get sick of them sometimes, but I, like, find them unbelievably entertaining because, like, on TV, they'll take a picture of a guy. They'll make him look like the devil. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, they'll make a, you know, they'll put dark circles under his eyes so he looks sick or something. <laughs> put, like, you know draw a mustache on him, color in one of his teeth. <laughs> I, it's so immature, I but also I, I like it too. And this isn't new. You know, they've been doing this for years and years and years, these campaigns. even They used to be even nastier back in the day, didn't they? Yeah, man. Like, uh, if you go look at some of the founding fathers' campaigns against y- each other, like, they'd have campaign literature and they'd be talking about how some someone's mom was a hussy. Well, didn't they say with this one guy, they were like, that he's a hermaphrodite. That's what like, they said. Like, for real, like, no no joke. And said, so if you vote for him, you'll, you'll be uh, impelled and writhing on a pike. They would say that kind of stuff in early <laughs> campaigns. So it's actually gotten better, if you can believe that. They're more civil nowadays. Also, did you see this uh, college football right around the corner? I think a lot of us are excited about that. And uh, I guess Nick Saban says, you know, I'm the greatest coach that's ever lived. And he says they should pay me like the greatest coach that ever lives. Did you see that uh, Nick Saban at Alabama? Now, in full disclosure, me and Dana went to Auburn University, which is the arch rival of Alabama. So we're not big Alabama people. But uh, Nick Saban, now the highest college football coach. Again, he gets about a million dollars a game, which means if you just take the 60 minutes they play football in the field, he gets paid about $17,000 per minute to coach the Alabama Crimson Tide. Roll Tide. So he's uh, doing pretty well over there. Now, a lot of people are upset about it because they say um, they could use this $12 million a year for schools and things like that instead of paying a coach this. But then the other view is he's done such a good job there and how much money gets poured into that place. They say his contract, even though they're going to pay him like $90 million, it'll bring a billion dollars to that school. So if I, you know. Not only that, think about the uh, now that the players can be paid. Didn't they say the quarterback? They say like some a million of them are like a millionaire and, and stuff like that. So uh, congr- congratulations to Nick Saban. I know he's been having a hard time paying the bills here lately. So now he's finally got a raise. Let me ask you a serious question. Do yeah. you think that since now players could be played, if there's any chance at all that I could go back to school, sign up to go to Alabama, Try to somehow get on the team in on? any kind of capacity. No, absolutely not. And then make a little money. If I do, you got to do something crazy though. Why don't you think I could make it onto the team? I could be like John Elway or something. You can't throw football. Come, I get don't out have of to here. do that. I could be the. These guys are twenty years younger than you. Okay, They're then. Actually, athletic. that's why it's like a Rudy underdog story. <laughs> okay, you could be the next Rudy. Yeah. It'll be Daniel. All right, but if I do that, you're not gonna make any of the money. What's up with you, Daniel? How many strings quarterbacks are there? Uh, they try to take two or three at least, and maybe a fourth. Fifth string quarterback. Fifth string, okay. I get on the cover of uh, 
the college football game, the video game, mm -hmm. I'm set for life. You wouldn't fit on the cover. You son of a gun. You dirty dog. You dirty right. dog. Fair enough. Did you see Tig? You're down in, you're from Alabama, down around uh, Mobile. Well, there's a place in right next to where you're from, like 40 minutes away, called Orange Beach. Gulf Shores at Orange Beach, yeah. The mayor, Tom Kennan, is mad. A local coffee shop set up business there. They named it Bad ASS Coffee of Hawaii. Now, they say the touristy beach city likes to keep it family-friendly, and here's Mayor Tom Kennedy, or Kennan, reacting to the coffee shop's name. Now, listen, this guy sounds furious about this. We look at that in every way. There is absolutely nothing we can do about it. Believe me, it cheapens our neighborhood. It cheapens our community. And I won't ever buy a, cu a cup of coffee from bad, bad donkey co co <laughs> coffee company ever. So I would hope the community wouldn't do the same thing. And I don't think we're prudes by any means, but, you know, there is no reason for any type of something I wouldn't want my eight- or nine-year-old to see to be on a public sign in our town. It shows they have no respect for us, no respect for what we stand for, what we market, what our brand is. They're just here to make a buck. That, well, like, yeah, Tom, that's what every, or Tony, that's what every coffee shop is there to Try do to is make, make a buck. I mean, is that, is that that big of a deal? He does sound like a little bit of a prude to me. I mean, I don't guess I'd like my son to see that, but he's also not mentioning that there's, like, clubs there with dancing ladies and all that. How does oh, he yeah. feel about that? There's, like, neon signs with a lady in a bikini on it. If your eight- or nine-year-old can't handle seeing the word ASS, I got news for you. They're already on the Internet probably in some capacity. They're going to see a lot worse and maybe talk to him about it or something, but is that that big of a deal if your nine-year-old kid sees ASS? I mean, I'd probably prefer he didn't, but, you know, we can't shelter our kids forever, right? Oh, well, Tony, if it's up to him, you He's know. He's upset. He also wants to get rid of Starbucks. Well, you know what's going to Sounds too close to another word for him. He shouldn't even mention that. Let me tell you why. Because, look, broadcasters now across the nation are talking about this, this coffee shop. And did you ever hear of the Streisand effect? One time, Barbara Streisand, she's that actress, or what does she do, sing? I don't know, whatever. And You're a great storyteller, Tug. You don't even know who she is? She's a famous actress okay. and singer. All right. So one day, a tabloid put a, a photo of her house in the tabloid. It was just a one-time thing. Oh, look how rich Barbara Streisand is. Look at this Malibu mansion. Well, she got seriously mad about that invasion of privacy, all this carrying on she was doing. And so she sued the tabloid. Because of that. Now, hardly anybody saw this picture except if you bought that magazine on that day. But because she sued, then all the news starts talking about it. And so more people saw the house than had she just let it go. And in the case of this mayor getting up there, he's probably actually helping the coffee shop. He absolutely is. It's made national news now. Now, now when you go to Orange Beach, you're going to go to Bad A Coffee. If I were Bad A Coffee, I'd be like, hey, uh, Mayor Tom Keenan, not welcome here. Because he's like, I wouldn't have a cup of coffee for a bad donkey. No, they, they don't want you in there, buddy. They don't care. God forbid they lose his $1 for his cup of coffee. Sounds like a fun guy. Why are y'all all like that from where you're from? No, I'm cool. You're cool with it? Yeah. Did you see, Tig, that scientists are developing furniture that assembles itself once out of the package? Yeah, I got a promotional video from the American Chemical Society about the science behind the new technique. Basically, they use a 3D printer and, like, a special type of wood mixture, like a sponge. You open this thing up, and it starts, like... Unfolding itself. Unfolding itself and putting itself together. I mean, this is going to save a lot of marriages, isn't it? Probably, because you won't fight. Could you imagine? Just open the box. And here's how it would work. Scientists are showcasing how wooden shapes can be flat-printed, then morph into complex 3D structures through drying. This technique could be used to make furniture that could be shipped flat, 
and then formed into the final shape at its destination. No assembly required. And that again from the American Chemical Society. So that's what everybody wants when they're <laughs> got their children, you know, is lay them on a bed of chemicals. Right. It just slowly inflates itself. That's how much we don't want to put furniture together. Not sure if it's poisonous, but it uh, did assemble itself. So All right. we're good with that. I mean, it will put itself together and then murder you in your sleep, but you don't have to put it together. Uh, have you seen this, Ty? Millennials are dumping streaming services for what? Television antennas. I'll be honest with you, I forgot about the old antenna. Mm -hmm. uh, you still get television freely into the home. You get like NBC, CBS, Fox. Yep, and then now with the HD stuff, uh, you get like CBS, and then you get like their Channel 2, which is some mm -hmm. other thing. And then you get sometimes a Channel 3, which is some other thing, where they show like reruns of Hee Haw. Yeah, and so you get you about 30 religious channels. You get a bunch of those. And so, yeah, it's possible, like, a lot of people are using the strategy where they'll keep a Netflix or something, but then they'll also have an antenna, and it, it works perfectly on your flat screen, and it has a beautiful picture because it's all digital now. And I had gone to CVS to get a, a prescription filled once, and while I was waiting, I went over to this, this area called As Seen on TV. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you can get a sponge that does this or that. And it had a box that said, if you buy this, you'll have free television. I said, that's a gimmick. That's not, you know what it was? It was an antenna, a $9 antenna. And they don't look like the metal ones we used to have. These look like almost like iPads or something. Yeah, they're flat now. Yeah. So they'll match your flat screen television. So for everybody out there, thanks for that reminder because it's totally possible. And, you know, a lot of college football games are on CBS. And sometimes I want to put the, the TV out in the yard. And so now I wouldn't have to do anything like connect it to a cable wire or anything. I just you just reminded me. All I have to do is stick an antenna out there. I can get CBS. You're welcome, Ty. I did that for you. Thank you very and much. And finally, did you see this? There's a new dating trend. It's having dinner in a U-Haul. Uh, if you want to have like a kind of an unusual romantic date, rent yourself a U-Haul box truck, go get dinner and hang out in the back of it. And those are inexpensive to rent. Yeah, you like, can get like nineteen yeah, dollars like, a day. Yeah, nineteen dollars a day plus mileage and gas. But like, like say you like going out to that one airport that you can go watch planes land. Mm -hmm. Which Riverside. one is that? Riverside? Riverside. Yeah. So you go, you and your wife Brittany grab some dinner and uh, have some chairs set up in the back of that U-Haul. You know, just sitting there and enjoy the evening. Probably not a good first date though. Absolutely awful for the very first date. You shouldn't be like, hey, let's go get in my, let's go get in my U-Haul. <laughs> It'll be kind of rough. But. You know, but there's somebody going to hear this story, and then that's, they'll try it for an unusual first date, right. and it will be a disaster. Disaster for you. Watch out for that. It's Tig and Daniel. Good morning. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Here comes. It's 98.5 The Bull. Welcome in. We are Tig and Daniel. Hey, Daniel. Tig, when I first got my dog, there was this uh, situation I had before I would go to work. Do I leave the television on? Do I leave music on? Uh when I'd have to leave the dog, and it turns out they've studied this. Doesn't really do much at all to keep your dog company. They really don't care. Yeah. Because they're dogs. They don't understand. They don't know what's going on with the uh, broadcast mediums. Well, they, they even went so far as to have a cable on channel specifically for dogs. Mm -hmm. And have you ever looked down and your dog was watching TV for more than about 10 seconds? Uh, I, I've never seen my dog actually pay any attention to what's going on on a television. But what you told me the other day about your dog, and I know I get what you're saying, is like when you leave and go to work and you're gone for eight hours, you feel kind of bad. So leaving a radio on or a TV, you think, oh, maybe this will do something for him. But apparently that doesn't do anything for him. And then there's a study that came out that says you're, when you get home, your dog is so excited they cry. They their cry. tear ducts their well tear up. production for their owners only increases 10%. Basically, when, they're crying tears of joy. 
When you get home, how does your dog react? You've got uh, your dog nine years old. Does he run around in circles? Well, now he's like nine years old. He used to. He used to go mental when I would come home. Now he's gotten older, and uh, I'll come home, and he's laying on the couch. He just looks up like, what are you doing here? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I walk in now, I'm like his ex-wife. He's like, what do you, what do you want? <laughs> I was having a good day until you got here. Yeah, so I don't know about that tear duct thing because I, I come home, my dog could could not pay the slightest attention to me. You know why? Because your wife works from home a lot of times, so mm -hmm. that dog always has a companion company there. I see. That breaks my heart to think that a dog cries tears of joy. I know. For only the, only the owner. You know what it must be like for a dog to sit there for eight or nine hours? It's like if we were in a waiting room at a doctor's office with nothing to read. I don't think animals get bored. What are you talking about? They get, Of course they get bored. They don't bored. have the brains for that. Yes, they do. All they think about is eating, drinking, doing it, and food. And then uh, they like smells from outside. I think they get bored, man. Because here's the reason why. If I grab the leash, my dog goes mental. Yeah. Because he knows he's going to go on a walk. But if I give him five walks a day, he's not as ha as excited on the third. Because he's tired. Do you, not, do you ever seen a, a deer out in nature reading a magazine? No, because you know they're why? foraging. Yeah, because they don't get bored. They don't know what boredom is. You don't think a dog sitting in a room all day by itself isn't bored? I don't think an animal is capable of being, quote, uh, bored. Of course they are. Do you see animals in nature ever get bored then? Well, they got freedom. They're flying around looking for uh, worms and things. But if you're stuck in a house, yeah, of course a dog gets bored. Are so you you, you've been out into the woods and saw a deer playing like a Game Boy because it's bored or reading a novel. They play with each other. They chase uh, Even rabbits in my yard, they play games. It's so fun yeah, to watch. Yeah, you know watch. what the game is? Don't die. <laughs> they they like the chase other. each other and jump over each I other. I think and animals enjoy your companionship, and, they, and they're not being hunted on and preyed upon by other animals. I don't think they get bored. No, I, I think you're wrong, and that's why they cry for crying out loud when you get home. They're so they excited. Because they love you. Can you bring them food? It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Animals get bored. They do not.